All right, welcome back. Episode 3 of MVD, Most Valuable Dad Podcast. We're trying something completely different from the first two times. Me and Hunter are actually in the same room. Nate is not with us tonight. He's off being a dad. You guys know how it is. Um, maybe a little echoey because we're not doing headphones or anything. We're just using the phone. Sorry if it's not up to your production standards. But this is our third episode and we have day jobs. If we're you guys, Yeah, if you guys keep supporting us, sharing with your friends, telling everybody about us, then we will eventually will be able to afford nice things to make good productions and then hopefully one day we'll give things back to you. So that's the, that's what you get to look forward to. Episode 3, MVD, uh, I will say before we get started, we just got our Facebook page up and running. It was a pain in the ass, but you're welcome. It is MVD, Most Valuable Dad. The cover page and the profile picture are the same as our art on our uh, podcast page. So it's easy to find. I've invited all the friends on Facebook. If you look at it, share it. It's not that hard to just hit share on Facebook. Help a brother out. If you're doing it, we'll help you out. And we'll give you shout outs if you want it. So you help us out. On this episode, we're going to talk about um, a big thing that I think that a lot of dads struggle with is um, trying to just continue being yourself while becoming a dad like you don't lose yourself in being a dad you don't feel bad about being yourself like one time with your dudes and shit like that it's not going to be this serious i know that i seem serious i just want to make sure that i get everything across to you guys hunter's here he's just being a fucking mute right now i am just listening because i have to do all the readings i am the main guy so yeah let's go Hunter, how was your week? It was good. No, busy at work, uh, busy with the kids, and, uh, you know, Samara's growing like crazy. Levi's just running around. We play with his crash track, like, every night for, it seems like, three hours at a time. And um, But it's fun, though. I mean, you know, getting back into the weekend, ready for some more football. Uh, how was your week? It was good. It was a good week. I'd like to add in... Uh, Hunter's daughter's growing like a weed. She is official. She's like a month. She's about a month ahead of my daughter. But I'm going to catch him and wait. So my goal is just to make my baby as big as possible. For no other reason than to outweigh Hunter's baby who will be a month older. But I think that they're both going to be very tall people. Which is exciting. To have tall daughters. Um, other than that, my week has been super slow. My boss is on vacation, a.k.a. my dad, so I kind of took a chill, chill, relaxed week, hung out, you know, sobbed about the Bears losing as Hunter sobbed about the Colts. We could talk more about the Colts, not the Bears. The Bears suck. You don't have to ask me about it, but we made the playoffs. For So anybody out there who wants to talk shit about the Bears and you didn't make the playoffs, just shut up. That's just how it is. <laughs> like, and don't throw me all this Deshaun Watson bullshit. I'm just like... I'm not ready to throw a bunch of draft picks away like we did for Khalil Mack. Because Do you like, even have any draft picks to we throw just, away? We're just getting them back. <laughs> we're just now, I think this year we actually have a first round draft pick. And I'm afraid that we're going to give it away for Deshaun Watson. And I'm just not going to get, get that enjoyment of getting this really amazing college prospect. Deshaun Watson's a great player, don't get me wrong. But I just don't, I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on all that bullshit. But, you know, the Colts... And the Colts have got all kinds of things going on. Phillip Rivers might not be back. You know, there's... Oh, gosh, there's... Let's not even get that. I mean, how the fuck did they lose that game? I don't even know, dude. Frank Wright was being a bitch. I mean, you go for it on fourth down, we could have kicked a field goal. You go for it on fourth down, we could have kicked a field goal. Um, It just... They 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 played stupid. I mean, that's really what it is. But don't get me wrong. I mean, Frank Wright was known for going for it on fourth down all year. Then he didn't. Yeah, I mean... He played for the field goal like Doug Peterson. Got yeah. Fired. Yeah. So who's your playoff team now? Um, your playoff team going forward. Playoff team going forward. I'm going to say... No, I like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, uh, you son of a... What I, the but, fuck no, is that bullshit? Out, so, hear me out, though. Fucking Packers you gotta hear fan? me out. So, I'm not a Packers fan. I like Aaron Rodgers and, you know, Devontae Adams, but at the same time, like, 
Drew Brees is probably going to retire at the end of the year, so like I wouldn't mind seeing him get like one more Super Bowl. Just as long as Patrick Mahomes doesn't win, I don't give a shit. Um, Why do you hate Patrick Mahomes? I just don't like him. There's just something about him. I just don't like nice. Patrick Mahomes. I don't like Drew Brees. It's not Drew Brees' fault. I hate New Orleans. I hate their players. I hate whether or not that they've been screwed the past two years in the playoffs by their play. It's just like, move on. Cry me a river. I don't care. If one of you guys hears this and wants to come fight me, <laughs> I don't care. You could probably kick my ass, but I don't give a shit. That's not my job. That's your job. Your job is to play football. My job is to build shit. If you want to come and you know, hassle me, that, hassle yeah. me on me building shit. That's fine, but I'm gonna hassle you guys. You guys are suck and you're terrible. I mean, and I know it's I'm a Browns you. fan. You're a Browns fan. Go fucking Browns, bro. Dude, I, I mean, I will I say know. I watched this segment on Baker Mayfield that I gained a lot of respect for that dude this past week, um, just because of the story that you know he did for this guy that he didn't even know last week and the game box seats and all this stuff. Um, so I gained a lot of respect for Baker Mayfield. Um. But, sad story of the week by yeah, Hunter. Yeah, sad Brought story. to you by Dove and Kleenex <laughs> for your crying uh, moments. We're trying to have a fun podcast. I will say, and there's a lot of people that I'm probably going to get a bunch of shit for this from, is I would not be mad if the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl because I hate Bill Belichick more than I hate Tom Brady. And I'm actually starting to kind of like Tom Brady a little bit. Even though Antonio Brown's on the team, I can't stand him. Um, I like Gronk and I like Mike Evans, but I I would like to see Brady win a Super Bowl outside of the Bill Belichick era with the Patriots. So I know I'm going to get a bunch of shit for this, and I don't even care. All right, we'll move on. Let's do quick picks. All right, Green Bay Rams, who you got? I got Green Bay. I'm taking the Rams because, fuck, I hate the Packers. Uh... Who is it? New Orleans, Tampa Bay. I guess you're taking the Bucks. I'll take Tampa Bay. I'm not taking the Bucks because everybody's hyped on the Bucks, and I'm just like, I just hope the stadium blows up. I I want the Bucks to win this game, but nothing further, unless they're playing the Packers and then go Bucks. Uh, Chiefs, Browns. Uh, for my lack of interest in Patrick Mahomes, I'm gonna go the Browns, even though they're gonna get whacked. Yeah, Chiefs are gonna win. Uh, Browns, I'm rooting for you. Uh. Fucking Chase Claypool's a little bitch. He is. Talking shit about the Browns after they whooped your ass. Yeah. Like, oh, bold move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so big. Ravens, Bills. Ravens, Bills. I'm going to go Bills. Bills. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. I think the Bills have a good chance. I don't know why I don't like the Bills. I don't know. I guess I, I'm, I'm a Colts heart. I'm a Colts fan a little bit. So, I mean, I don't know. I like, uh, I think the Bills have the best chance. They've got the best team to take on the Chiefs. So, I mean, you always got to pick out the best powerhouse. Um, yeah, sorry. Not a football podcast, but fuck, we're dads, man. What we do is we, we love football. We talk about sports. We know? love football. If you're a dad, you love football. And if you don't, and you have a kid, you're going to start loving football. Yeah. You're going to love anything that you can sit there and just watch and kind of take your mind away. Like movies and TV, they'll go so far, but the big thing with having a kid is you don't get to listen to anything. For, that, like, literally, if I'm without my child, if my wife takes my child somewhere, my, like, dirty little secret is I crank the volume up as loud as I fucking can. Because as soon as she gets home, and it's just, she's always turning things, as, and I'm deaf, and she's just like, turn that down. We have to have peaceful silence for the child to be calm. And I'm just like, so sports, you don't need, you don't need volume. So that's big. We love sports. We want to talk a lot about sports because that's what dads do. Um, big things. On topics, uh, another big thing. This it wasn't this week, but last week, my kid did shit on me. I didn't tell him. I think it's like a, it's like a rite of passage. My kids actually, my kid has actually done more shitting and pissing on my father-in-law and mother-in-law more than anybody. She actually peed on my father-in-law today. What a champ Rick is. Uh, also celebration. Today is my baby's one-month birthday. I'm not celebrating her. Love her to death, but she didn't do anything to make it this far. I give all the credit to me and my wife, and I wanted to make this a statement for everybody out there. Take it as it is. Until your kid like starts walking, starts talking, starts doing things, yeah. every month is a celebration of you. You've kept this kid alive. You've done this. You've dealt with it. You've been up at night. You've been changing these diapers. 
So celebrate you. Like uh, today is high five to me and my wife. We kept a kid alive. We have kept a human alive for one month. It gained weight. We went to the doctor and they said you did well. Well, granted, they didn't. They just said put it on the scale and then leave. Right, and it's crazy about that because, like, I remember, like, when I was, like, sitting in your shoes with Levi, it's like, you're in the hospital for three days, and then it's just like, here you go. Yeah, just take off. Well, what am I supposed to do now? And just the fact that you can make it one month, it's like, hell yeah, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I did a hell of a job. I was, I don't know why, I don't know, I, I just... I was not nervous leaving. I was ready to leave the hospital. Maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's the seclusion. Maybe it was everything. I was excited to leave. I don't know if being a father is in my bones. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not trying to tell you guys I'm the best dad in the world. (laughs) I didn't research anything, but I just felt it. Like, I'm like, I can do this. I'm one of those people that's like, let's just jump in. But I get it. Like, yeah, that's exactly what they do. They give you the kid after three days where they're helping you. They're doing all this stuff for you. And then they're just like, all right, you're good. See ya. Come back in a month. It's, it's like, We're like, wait, wait what? You guys just, are going to monitor us? Yeah, do I have to like, sign, sign out sheet? Like, do I come back in a couple hours? Like, yeah. How does this work? Is there going to be a test? Like, yeah. can we do this? Like, no, hey, you're good. We got it. They just don't even think. Um, so we're going to hit uh, some big points. Big thing that I like to talk about when I'm thinking about being a dude and being a dad. So you're talking about, you know, all these things you used to be before you had kids. You're going out, you're partying with the boys, man. You're getting drunk on Sunday. Just having time to yourself, man. You know, just sitting around and just going out, like just leaving your house. Like once you have a kid, leaving your house becomes an adventure. Like, I mean, we went to the doctor's appointment today and it was like, we had to start at seven o'clock for a 10 o'clock appointment. Like my wife's getting ready. Like we're getting pumped up, getting dressed up because, you know, I don't know. Any chance you get to leave the house you're just like you're dressing up like you're going out on this fine ass date because it's like yeah. you don't get to leave your house that often. You know, and it's not like you don't get to leave your house. You just kind of don't feel like it. You're just like there's so much like it takes so much to just leave the house. Like you know, before we like and I, you can contest this. Like going down to the gas station to get you a pop or you know a sandwich, or whatever. Coming back with nothing. Now yeah. it's like. I can't do that because then I got to get the kid out. I got to take it in. And yeah. My hands are full. It's just such a huge pain in the ass. It's like, I don't even want to do it. Like, I'll just, hey, can you get me like a 12-pack on the way home? Yeah. And I'll drink it out of the can? You just wait. You're just, you're going to become a lot more patient. You're going to want things a lot less. You just want it. Right. But like, hey, man, don't be like the biggest thing. Get a schedule. Start a schedule. Start it early. Started as soon as they're born. Like I told Rachel, as soon as I said, listen, you're going to make sacrifices when you first become a parent. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You're going to give things up in your life. I think every parent, and I could be wrong, should have one thing. If you want one thing for yourself, schedule it into your day, clear it with your significant other, and go with it. My thing was working out. That's what I love to do. I enjoy working out in the mornings. I told Rachel I'd like to get up. Granted, luckily, it's an early enough time. Where it's like, you know, I can get up in the morning, go work out, be home by the time that they're waking up. And that's my thing. Now, I've sacrificed a lot of other things. But at the same time, I still get to do those things. I just have to take a kid with me. I don't get to go to the bar as much. I can go out to eat if I want to, but I got to take a kid with me. Right. But, like, I want my wife to have things. that If she wants a personal time, and I think that that's what you got to do. You got to make a schedule. Because that's what they want you to do when you take your kid home. You're feeding them every three hours. You're getting them on that schedule. You're getting them to sleep. You're just, you're basically building a schedule. And that's what we all live on, schedules. Might as well start them early in their routine of life, of following the man and doing the schedule. Do you agree with that? I do agree. I mean, you want, you know, I have, you know, my time of, you know, I go back to this playing Call of Duty. That's what I enjoy doing because I don't, I don't like to go places, you know, without... Kayla and Samara and Levi, so it's like, unless I'm going, like, hunting or playing golf, that's different. Right. But, um, like, you know, my, my few hours by myself, so it's like, at the same time, you know, I want Kayla to have that where she can work on her Cincy business, or she can just sit down and watch Shit's Creek because she's watched it 500 times already. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever it is, like, so I'll take Levi and Samara in our bedroom, or, you know, upstairs and just hang out with him, and Kayla can just have, like, the whole downstairs to her to herself yeah and she just wants like an hour she just wants an hour and i mean it's like i try to give her as much as she can and i know sometimes it's hard but being able to commute to communicate that and you know we both get our own own time is is huge 
So, I mean, I, I enjoy doing it. Kayla enjoys it when she gets it. I know, obviously, I get a little bit more than she does because I leave to go to work because she hasn't went back to work yet. But Yeah, maternity leave. They're with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, will be a little bit older. It's an escape. I should say it. It, it, it. Like, it's not your thing. It's your escape. You're escaping your children. Not giving that's, me... that's not a bad thing, though. No, it? hell no, it's not. you you got to escape those little yeah. bastards from time to time. <laughs> but at the same time, it's a refuel so you can be a better parent. Like, if you're just 24-7 draining yourself trying to take care of this kid... You've got to escape. You've got to like, I think a lot of it is mindless stuff. Like people, like your mind, your mind's running a fucking mile a minute when you're taking care of this kid. So you want that one hour, one and a half hours, whatever it is, just to escape, sit down, something mindless that you just enjoy doing. But don't be afraid to escape your children. Don't be afraid to want something for yourself. And don't be afraid to like, you know, just step away. Right. And you just enjoy that shit. Enjoy the little moments. That was the biggest thing. Take advantage of it, too. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to, like, yeah, don't discredit it. I mean, you you took advantage of it this week. Hell, you went and played golf this week. I did get golf in. It was awesome because I didn't. Well, I mean, I, like I said, I'm on my own schedule when my dad goes. I kind of do some stuff, but at the same time, he was on vacation, so I wanted to take a little mini vacation for myself. And I cleared it with my wife, so you can't call me an asshole. <laughs> She was already, she was coming over to my sister's house to see her, and it just worked out perfectly. I was like, hey, you mind if I go play golf? And hell yeah, if I didn't, which I'd like to give a shout out to the two little bastards that were in front of me in the golf cart, and I was walking, and I had to wait on you. You got to pick it up, dude. <laughs> like, I'm a, I'm a slow-ass, terrible golfer, and I was still, like, I started playing two balls, and I'm still waiting on you guys. I literally jumped two holes, and I beat them by, like, seven holes. It was ridiculous how slow these fucking these people were going. I'm sorry, I better stop cursing. More people are gonna start leaving this podcast. It's an explicit podcast. I apologize to anybody out there who has never heard me curse. Um, ah, uh, not in front of my children. But um, yeah, like find your own time, make your schedules, make sure you're working with your partner to do it. Don't just like go off on your own and like you know you gotta. That won't get you in a lot of trouble. Trust me, I've learned firsthand. It'll get you in deep shit, like not the doghouse. Like you'll be outside in the grass next to the doghouse because it's it sucks. You got to communicate. You got to talk to your wife, or you're gonna die. She's gonna murder you. Yeah. Your if your wife hates you, significant other, they're gonna hate you more after this. <laughs> Another thing I want to think while I'm thinking about this whole thing, they talk about shaking baby syndrome. And I've never gotten what the point of it was, but now I do. And I understand exactly where they're coming from. Don't shake your baby. Okay, yeah, don't. You never have a reason to shake your baby, but I get where people get the instinct to shake their baby. Now it makes sense now that I have a baby. I know you're sitting there like, man, I, why would anybody ever shake a baby? My wife shook a baby before she even had a baby. It was... <laughs> Hunter's. It was my kid. It was yeah, Levi. It was, yeah, it was Hunter's kid. He's he's normal, thank God. Yeah. So far, uh, pray for him. But um, no, like you're gonna get to a point where your kid's like your kid is crying and like you just can't do anything, and you're just like I've done everything, and like you're just frustration, but you don't even know it. Like you're not trying to shake your baby, you just have a physical frustration, and they tell you to just go lay your baby down, and I I, I can understand that now, and I wanted to I wanted to correlate that with the world. I understand shaking baby syndrome. Don't do it. Right. And you know, we were the same way. Like, you know, Kayla and I were like, why, why would you ever shake your baby? And then it's like 2 o'clock in the morning and the kid's been crying for three hours. You're like, just shut up. You're ready you know? to fight it's the baby. Like, it's like, you just got to, and they're right. You just got to walk away. Because, I mean, you know, I would tell Kayla like the next day, like, I, I never understood the concept of it. Just like what you said, but it's just like. I just want to be like, come on, like, come on, just please go to sleep. Don't but, fight your child. Yeah. And, they and can't fight back. Just shake your dog or your, no, no, don't shake anything, but just, I mean, that, I mean, it's a real thing. I mean, and to touch on like Rachel shaking Levi, she didn't like actually like shake him. She it was like two. Yeah. It was like a fun shake. Yeah. If you can have that. But, uh, it was just, it was crazy. And my daughter will push me to my very limits and I think she knows it. She's only a month old, but she, like, looked at me today, and, like, she was just crying and crying and crying, and she got me to, like, that point where she could see it on my face, and she literally smiled, and I was like, damn. 
we're starting this early. Like, uh, just like, pushing, pushing every button I have and then just being like, up, smile, melted, done. And I was, I was just like, I was ruined. It was so terrible. Uh, next thing I can think about, uh, enjoying the little moments. This was something my wife told me. Uh, maybe this goes out more for women, but I feel it too. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a bougie bitch. I like to dress up. I like to wear nice things. Well, you know what? You don't get those occasions when you have your child. Like, especially during COVID, you're not doing anything before you had a child. Now you're definitely not doing anything. So, I mean, we went to Lowe's the other day to pick up a freaking dishwasher. And I was like, man, I'm going to look fly. Like, you know, it's usually it's just like sweats and a hoodie, man. Get this shit. Let's go. No, I'm looking fine. So enjoy those moments, man. If you're going to go out, you're going to take your kid out. If you're taking your kid out, take advantage of it. Go somewhere. If you go to the store, walk around. Walk around with that kid, man. They love walking. My kid loves being in the Ergo Baby Carrier, which is one of my big products that I love. I use around the house. You can use like wraps and swaddles if you're smarter than me. Because I couldn't figure it out. But speaking of wraps and swaddles, you know, you were there with us when we were in the camper like Three hours trying to figure out how to use that damn thing. Well, we did it at the mom and dad's house. Yeah, and I think it's terrible. Like Rachel figured one out in like 10 seconds. Well, that's because she's smart. And she, 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 now she wraps our baby all the time. And I just am like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm using the ergo. There's straps, clips, and yeah. you're good. It's that simple. I just can't. You got to take those little moments. You got to enjoy them. Take, enjoy time with your lovers. Not sex for six weeks. Yeah, I mean, it. it is. I will say, you know, when you... Like, did, did Rachel go with you to get the dishwasher? Oh, sure. We all went. You're going everywhere. Uh, well, I'm saying, like... Everybody's going everywhere. And this will piss your, your significant other or your wife off. Like, if you are carrying the baby on, like, the Ergo Baby Carrier or, you know, a wrap or whatever, like, you'll have people come up to you and be like, oh, my God, look at you carrying the baby. Like, you're such a good dad. And, dude, it'll burn your wife's ass because, like, well, you don't see guys coming up and telling me I'm being a good mom. Yeah, I don't know what it is with you yeah. women hitting on dads with kids, but, like, we don't usually... Dads aren't, like, dudes aren't attracted to women with kids. But somehow women are attracted to dudes with kids. I, I don't and understand. It's weird. Like, I don't care how many of you women sit out there and call us these terrible things. <laughs> like, these men do these disgusting things. You're disgusting. Because I know that every one of you women has done it. You've just been like, you've seen an attractive man, maybe not even as attractive. You didn't even notice how ugly he actually was. Because you saw this baby on the front of him, you're like, oh my gosh, look at this man getting his shit together. He could still be a piece of shit. Just want to let you know, all because he has a baby on the front of him doesn't make him anything. Um, But, walk around Lowe's. Carry your kid. Take your family. Lesson lesson learned, everything that you're going to do now, everybody's going. Oh, yeah. You're just, you're going everywhere all the time. Like, your wife's going, the baby's going, the baby has to go. Don't leave your baby. Don't leave your baby anywhere. That's the necessity. Don't leave your baby anywhere. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. That's why I kind of got lost. Don't kiss other people's babies. I don't know what the hell. That's weird. I, like, if you're out there and you think that's normal, you're wrong. Something's wrong with you. (laughs) But it's like, so many people have to be reminded, but it's like, it's crazy because you're like, don't kiss this baby, and they're like, why do I need to be reminded? And you're like... I don't know why I need to keep saying that, like, because even you, you're like, you're, but then you'll have people run up to you and be like, make sure you remind people. So they're out there. Dude, I, I think they're old people. I, I, yeah, oh, yeah, they are. And I'm almost to the point where it's like, I don't let people that aren't in like our close knit circle even touch my baby. Like, I've, I've begged, or I've, I remember very well that I was at a store with Levi, or with Levi, and some, elderly woman walked up and was like oh my gosh your baby's so cute it's like oh thank you and then she tried to touch it i'm like uh no back up i mean obviously i didn't hit her but it's hit like, a, hit a bitch. it's like uh please don't touch my baby like i don't know permanently handicapped i don't know who you are like don't, just don't come up and touch my baby i think it's an old lady thing it is i think it's old people i know they mean well but it's like no no fuck old people yeah i mean i love old people to an extent yeah just don't touch my baby and don't drive yeah, two things. Just stay at home. Be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Cook cookies and just be those cool yeah, grandparents. Call me when they're ready. Stop driving and stop touching, <laughs> kissing kids. Yeah. I didn't kiss. I don't kiss Hunter's kids. I didn't kiss his son until his son kissed me. Like when he says goodbye, he kisses me on the cheek now. But he's three. Yeah. You just don't kiss babies. 
You don't shake them, even though you may think about shaking them. <laughs> and you will think about shaking them, dads. Yeah. Your kid's going to piss you off. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say the hard truths on here. Being a dad is awesome, but you need those moments. Like, you're sitting, hard truths. You need that escape. You need, you're going to fight a kid. Like, <laughs> and it's going to win for the first two years. Let me play it out this way. I told my wife today, I was like, and I, this is the same one. It's like, you want to do violence, but you know you're going to immediately regret it. And you know that before you even do it. Like, I told my wife today, I was like, listen, I want to shoot you right now, but I would regret it before I did it. But just in that moment of shooting the gun at you would be, but I would never want to shoot my wife. But it's if about, you, it's like a figure you, speech. You won't get it until you have children. Which, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully, no. I mean, we have a lot of women listeners. Shout out to you people. Also, women, man, reach out. If you, like, I know we talk a lot about dudes shout, like, reaching out. I mean, we have got a lot of feedback. We have gotten good feedback from you guys. But if, like, you know, if the women, if you want, if you need me to send a message to your man, <laughs> I'll give it to him straight. <laughs> like, if you, like, if you, like, because, like, we've been talking about, People, your significant others don't listen to each other. They listen to other people. Guys listen to guys. Girls right. listen to, or they listen to us because we're we're a rep- we're a very reputable podcast. We shout nothing but good information and the truth, high quality. Yeah, it's not even opinion; it's facts. Yeah. This is nothing. First hand experiences is what we're talking about here, and like, and your experiences are going to be different. That's just right. how it is. All these experiences are going to be different. We want this podcast. To, like, be fun for dads to come and listen and learn. Like, this is, we're dudes, man. We don't even read anymore. I picked up a book and it was so hard. Like, trying to put words together in my mouth. I about, like, I was, (laughs) I want to throw up. But it's like, listening to a podcast is easy. I listen to a podcast when I'm working out and it's like, okay. And I keep worrying that we're not fun enough. But I realize I listen to these podcasts and they just talk. Right. And I think it's just the background noise. So if you just want to play us a background noise and not even listen to us, that's fine. We just need you to listen. Because yeah. once we start doing advertisements and making money, then we just need the listens. We don't even need you. I'm just kidding. We need all of you. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Like... And we, we're going to start sending, we'll send merch if we make merch. If we get to that point where Dude, we have like sweet stuff. Of, speaking of merch, Kayla actually told me that we should get these little things that we could put as like the the pictures for our podcast that would be like of all of us like it would just be like a cartoon of our face oh like cartoon uh what do they call those like uh, cartoon memes different. or whatever no, 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 no. when they draw it like yeah. when we went to the uh, fair caricature. caricatures yeah we could get those and just like send those out like well, sweet as, like, we'll do a like picture a, like a of us holding our kids It'll be the two of us holding our kids in the Urgos, and we'll get characters, full bodies with the big-ass heads. Yeah. That'll be our picture. Please donate money for us to get that done. Probably be like, I don't know, 20, August. 20 bucks. Yeah, yeah. we're like going to do it at the State, State Fair. Fair because yeah. We do it every year. We're not well, going to. Except for last year because they didn't have it. Yeah, we're not going to take time to do this. But, yeah, the guys at the State Fair, we'll do it there. I know too. he's like 40 bucks. So send donations. I'll send out some shout outs for you guys to yeah. send in money for so us. We'll, we'll get some like magnets made or some uh Your donations chains. will not be used for our personal gain yeah. at all. Just well. kidding. They will. <laughs> not drugs. I don't do drugs, but drinking. I haven't drank hardly ever. I don't know why. I guess I haven't got to that yet. I haven't either. I think a re- I think that's another thing like you know like you were drinking before and then you just stopped drinking. And it's not like I stop drinking because I don't want to drink. I do. And I don't not drink because I can't. Like, there's times when I can drink. But, like I said, I do go to the gym a lot. And that's not, like, I'm not healthy. I'm still fat. But it's like it's hard to get up in the morning and work out if you're drinking. But, <clears throat> like, I could drink on Saturday nights. But it's just like, like you said, you got to get into that schedule. You're not drinking, like, 20 beers like you used to. You're just sitting there chilling there drinking beers. You'll right. get to that. You'll get back to it, guys. Just think, all right, one day, this is my goal, okay? Use this. I think it's a great goal. I think Hunter should follow it. I think all dads should follow it. Don't spoil your children, okay? Because they'll become, they'll become little shits. You can spoil them with, like, love and shit, but eventually they have to learn earning. Like, I was, I would say I was a spoiled, privileged kid. My parents, I didn't go without. I never worked. I worked during the summer with my dad's job. But what I'm saying is, you're, you need to know the, the, the cost of a dollar. 
that doesn't make any sense, but you get what I'm saying. But, uh, shit, I lost my track of mine. ADHD. But, uh, fuck, where was that? What were we talking about? You were talking about, uh, not spoiling kids. Not spoiling your kids. Okay, listen, when you have a kid, you're thinking about drinking. I get it. Okay, so they're going to eventually be able to drive. It's like 16 years. That's not that far away. It is, but it isn't. 16 years they're driving. Guess what? That is the unlimited free DD. But you got to buy them a nice car, okay? Buy your kid a nice car and just make the stipulation, no matter where they're at, no matter what time, when you call, they come. And that is, that is everything. Oh, Levi is going to, he's not going to have an option. It's either you come pick my ass up or when I get home, there's going to be problems if I get home. (laughs) If I have to get out of jail and come and see you, I will. No, but buy your kid a nice car. You're definitely going to need it. Think, just always think about the long run. Like, hey, listen, in the beginning, becoming a dad, it's challenging. It's hard. You're not sleeping eight hours a night. Ever. But, like, you know, you got to be prepared for this. You got to know what you're getting yourself into. I mean, everybody does. You don't until you're there. Like, once you're there, you're like, shit. And then you finally get into it. But guess what? Eventually, your kids are going to grow up, and this is all going to be fun. You're enjoying it now. You're going to enjoy it when you look back. But, hey, you're allowed to hate it. That's another thing I want to say. Like, you're allowed to hate your kids from time to time. You're allowed to... Like, my mom has hated me from, you know, you love your children. You never not love your children, but you cannot like them. Right. Like, you cannot like them for, like, a second. I love my daughter, and I like her all the time because she doesn't have, she doesn't have a way to talk. You know, she's only a month old, so it's not her fault that she's crying. She doesn't cry that much. My wife, my kid is chill, and I love her. I love you. She'll never listen to this because she won't be allowed to. But, like. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to listen to that. But you gotta, you just gotta, you gotta be cool and you gotta know that you're gonna want your own thing and it's not a bad thing. Same for moms. Same for everybody being a parent. It's not a bad thing to want your own thing. You just gotta, you you gotta accept it that you're a parent, but that's not everything that defines you. You are now a dad, but at the same time, you're still you. I'm still Chad, Hunter's still Hunter. Everybody's still everybody. If you wanna, if that's your devotion, you just be whatever you wanna be. But you're allowed to be that and not feel, don't feel guilty. We're here for you. We love you. We're here for the parents. Celebrating all those parents. When your kid turns one month, it's on you, not them. Don't celebrate them. Celebrate yourself. Right. Also, don't give your kids birthdays until their birthday. All my kids' birthdays are going to be at 8.33 p.m. When she was born. Because that's uh-huh. legitimate. Yep. Like, you, like you're really going to wait until, like, the party, hey. the party, hey, the party starts at 8.33. Yeah. We are late. singing. So the party will start at 8.30, and we'll sing as soon as everybody gets there. 8.33, we're singing. That's the birthday party. The celebration doesn't start until she actually turns the day. I'm going to be legitimate about it. Because that's one thing I don't know. I don't know when I was born, and I don't think my parents have ever told me. I think I was born like 3.05. They always just like... They... I don't know. I'd say this, and my mom's probably going to be like, dude, you're an idiot. You are born like the complete opposite time of the day. I don't know if my parents know if I was born or if even I'm theirs. Because they won't even give me time. They just keep dodging it. <laughs> My dad did. My dad did talk a lot about like buying me at Walmart. He bought me on the top shelf. That was his favorite story. <laughs> hey, we bought you from Walmart on the top shelf. Like, I don't even. I don't think kids these days could take that. Like, that could be very emotionally trivial. They would probably just be like, oh, so. Uh, like, if I told my kid that, they might cry. But I think I took it pretty well. There's a scar on my knee. I can't explain. So that might be before my parents came into my life. But uh, yeah, that was a big thing. But. Just continue, continue to love yourself and love your kids. What do you have to add to that? You kind of, you kind of like covered it all. I mean, I feel like I chimed in when I wanted to. I'm always covering it. I got it. We're figuring it out. We're trying to take on, listen, like, we want you guys to shout us out. We want your guys' intake. Like, people are coming back to us. We want more people to come to us. We want, I, I've had what people. Do you, what do you guys want to hear? Like, yeah. you guys want us to hear, like, you know, first-hand experiences of where, like, Levi puked all over my shorts or, you know, that was terrible. I'll tell you what. You Puke, poop, and pee is, like, dude, they're not that bad anymore. That's, that's like, terrible, He's though. Like I mean, we kind of we touched on, in, like, the first episode about how you take a pack of clothes for yourself. But, like, I mean, I legitimately, like, had to change my clothes because Levi just, like, spit up everywhere. But, I mean, like, are you guys want to hear, like, stories or, you know, like, what we do... Like what something that like I do that like maybe you do different, Chad, or something that like 
Rachel and Kayla will want us to do or that we're just completely oblivious to or things that, like, dads that are listening to this are like, you guys are both fucking idiots. Like, Oh, for sure. Have you guys ever thought about this instead? And then, you know what? You all might be the next guest host or guest, guest dad. One thing is everybody's baby's a little baby Hitler in their own way. Right. So that means that each person has their own specific way to deal with a challenge that nobody else knows about. I think that we all have our own, we have our own specific techniques to parenting. That's the greatest thing about parenting. Every kid's different. Now you're granted, you're going to use a lot of the same techniques, but you're going to blend different techniques together. I bet you that you're doing one technique that somebody else will need to know, and we need to get that out of you. Yeah. We are going to start, we're going to start doing interviews. I think we're going to try to bring on my dad, Hunter's father-in-law next week. You guys will probably want him to be on every week after that because yeah. I mean, I'm, I imagine he's going to spit pure gold. It's going to be it's going to be really a challenge just to get him to realize that he's talking to nothing. Yeah. Like the phone is recording and you just have to talk to us. There's a podcast, but the people aren't here. I think it's going to be good because like you're going to be able to come up with questions as like his son, and then me like. Not knowing him, like, when you and Kayla were young, like, just kind of like, you know, what did you guys, like, what did you do for this? Why didn't you love me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it won't get that like deep. The, like, just some of, like, you know, obviously I know a lot of the stories that, you know, you have, you went through in your life with, you know, getting in trouble and stuff like that. Like, I we're definitely, gonna like, you know, we're going to get a couple of stories out of the Chuck Coble next week, but I think stories. it's it's going to be a cool perspective because, you know, like I said, you can ask your questions about, like, things that he wanted to just be like, dude, you're being a, you're being a dumbass right now, and then, like, the things, like... He would just tell me that. Yeah, when, when did Chad really piss you off, Chuck? And he's just going to, like, every day? Yeah, there's going to be a lot, yeah. of, a lot of instances. <laughs> but... He could be here the whole hour. We're going to try to keep him to probably about... I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. We're going to see if we can't cut that down. But, yeah, I mean, he's, I think he's a good first, first he's, he's a good first interview because, like, we're first-time dads and he's got two kids over 30. And, like, I mean, his kids are from the 80s, 90s, 2000s. So, like, he's raising kids in a different generations and they were both hellions. Yeah. One of them not so much. But Kayla was crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, like, so, yeah. So, we're going to try to do an interview with Kayla, with my dad next week, Chuck Cole. You guys are going to love him, Papaw. Uh, what, what, is, what are your kids calling him? Papaw. They call him Papaw. All right. Papaw. A lot of people call him Papaw before he had grandkids. Right. He's just old as shit. He's got a little mouse that he talks to. No, he doesn't. But we think he does. He talks to himself a lot. Pretty All crazy the time. kid. All the time. But we love him. But yeah, uh, so just come to us. Tell us what you want to hear. That's what we're trying to do. Is we're trying to. We've had a lot of good feedback. People have, uh, have enjoyed the podcast. Um, we enjoy talking about it. We're trying to come up with different stuff to add in. Like we're trying to get a good platform where we're talking about main events. We're trying to stick to one subject. Like we're talking. I will say that you know being a dude and being a dad is basically the whole spectrum of our entire podcast. But I think one episode. Devoted to that first, you know, coming home, having the kid, and, you know, really, you know, sinking in that now you're a father. Now you have a human that relies on you. Like, versus beforehand, you know, you kind of kept a dog alive for a while, and, you know, you were just drinking and shit. Even that nine months, you know, that nine months, like, literally my wife was pregnant for nine months, and I was just like, I still don't believe it. Like, I believed it, but I'm just like... I was ready. I was like, ah, oh, geez, we get this kid ready. And like my wife is preparing day by day where I'm just like due dates this time. That's when I'm ready. Right. I was just like, let's go then until then I was just being a dude up until then. It's like, I just know I have until this date to get everything done. It doesn't matter how long it takes me to get done. I just know that my bag and everything in the house has to be done by this date. And then it's, you know, we'll figure out what happens from there. And your wife's going to hate you for that mentality. They don't understand it. We don't understand them. Like, they're literally feeling feeling this child grow. So, like, they can feel every day moving forward. Whereas, like, you know it. You see it. You believe it. But you just... Like, your life doesn't change. It does. Like, you're getting stuff ready. You're getting the room together. You're kind of mentally preparing. But you're just, like... 
your life's the exact same for that nine months. Like, you don't have to give up anything. You just have to deal with a little bit more emotional of a woman. Like, they're all emotional. Some of them may have bad pregnancies, and then you might have to deal with more then. I will say that my wife's pregnancy was pretty chill, so I got lucky there. And she was pretty chill. She just didn't go and do things as much, but I don't blame her for that. But I was still kind of going out and about and doing stuff. Just, you know, be ready. That's the, the biggest thing. You know, get a schedule. Schedule, schedule, schedule. We've talked about schedules in every aspect. And I feel like we'll always come back to it. Because, it, it, like, there's a lot of different things. It's like this subject, what's a good way to fix it? We'll have a schedule. If your kid has a schedule, then they know to get into routines. Because you can't talk to them right now. My kid's a month old. All they do is blabble and cry. Cry and shit. Really loud. My kid farts loud and I'm proud of that. I mean, it's good because, like, you know, obviously we have Samara and then we have Levi, who's almost three, where, like, we have him in a routine of, you know, when I get home from work at, like, 5, 5.15, you know, we'll eat dinner every other night's bath night, and then me and him come upstairs and we play with his, his crash track or we play with the basketball goal or, you know, we do a puzzle and then by about 7.45, we go, to, we go to his room, we read a book, and then it's time to go to bed. That's so, his schedule. Yeah, that's his schedule. And he knows, you know, like, dad gets home, we eat, and then we go upstairs and we just have a ball. So, I mean, playing with his monster trucks or whatever it may be, like, these kids are smart enough. Like, when they get to two, two and a half, three, like, they're smart enough to understand, like, you know, oh, well, when dad gets home, it's go time. And you're communicating that without words. Because, right. like, your kids don't understand words they understand tones and emotions i think but i think the schedule creating a schedule for your child is the first the first real communication you do with them and that's how they get in that zone that's how they get they get in a process and that you don't have to speak those words like he said like he didn't say i have to tell levi that we're going to dinner i have to tell levi we're going upstairs he just said we go upstairs. He knows that when I get home, we eat dinner. We're going upstairs. We're going to do the book. And like he's got that time schedule without even looking at a clock. That kid don't read a clock, no. he, but he can feel it out. And like that's the same with my one month year old daughter. Like we're just we're phasing her into sleeping longer through the night, and she's feeding every three hours. And she knows when she's feeding. She can wake up. She goes to sleep. She's communicating that way. Like we're talking with the schedule. So like I guess you could, you could literally spend a whole episode talking about schedule. Absolutely. I mean, it gets to the point where, like, if I want to do something outside of Levi's schedule, he's like, Dada, will you go upstairs now? Yeah. Like, he, he's on this, like, dude, get your ass upstairs, it's time to play with the Hot Wheels. Yeah. Like, you don't mess around. You gotta stick to the schedule. Yeah. They run the schedule. They That's do. The, they are you, the boss. Your life will revolve <laughs> around your kid, but like, like I said, when you're finding your own thing... I will say a lot of it, you're like, if you're doing your escape, your significant others are going to take over for that period. So like, you've got to keep your kid on your schedule. Somebody's, somebody has to be with my kid at all times. Like we can't both escape my child at the same time. That would be wrong. Be terrible. I think they call that neglect. Yeah. Don't call CPS. We don't do that. But like if Rachel wants to step away, I'm there. If I want to step away, Rachel's there. That's the key of being a significant other. If you are a single parent, I don't know what to tell you. I will say the biggest thing about, you know, like us stepping away is sometimes we have to put our stepping away on the back burner because, you know, like for Rachel and Kayla, for just for an example, like they're both on maternity leave right now. Yeah. So they're home all day with it. So it's like if they want to step away, they've got first priority on it. And that's something that like sometimes I feel like I forget and I'm just like, I just want to like go to my room and like be alone for like 10 minutes i had a rough day at work yeah and it's kayla's like uh, no you're taking care of these kids right now because like they've been crying all day it's been a bad day leave i didn't take a nap whatever it is it's just like you know what i gotta put my stuff on the back burner because you deserve more time than i do right now you know, i've been gone all day yeah we are the we are in last places dads like yeah. if you were, you're on Where low you? total you're low on totem pole yeah. every time like you're gonna be behind Number one, mama, well, kids, number one, and then mom, and then the dogs, <laughs> and then the scum of the earth, and then you. Uh, so that's you. That's just where you are. No, you're, 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 your wife loves you if you're actively being a parent and not being a douchebag. But, like, yeah, like you said, you're going to have to sacrifice it, and you can see it. There's going to be times when you're going to look in your significant, you're going to look in your woman's eyes after she's been home with your child all day. 
I don't give a shit if you've been at eight hours of work. You got you did you were at eight hours of work where your kid wasn't crying. Right. So like they're sitting here, their kids crying. You look at them and you're just like, there were like there was one morning. It was like a Saturday morning. I was gonna go work out, and I looked at my wife who was awake, and the baby was kind of crying. And you sometimes she'll be awake when I wake up, but it's like they're gonna go feed and go back to sleep, and she seems pretty chill. No, this morning you could tell in her eyes that it had been a long night. Because Rachel, she, I bless my wife, she lets me sleep a lot during the night. And I'll do a lot more in the mornings if I'm not working. Because, like, we like to keep on our schedule all week long so that we can be prepared. Schedule, schedule, schedule. But, yeah, look out for your woman. And uh, she'll look out for you sexually, hopefully, after the six-week time period. Or eight, twelve. yeah. Six weeks seems like a bold statement. Like when I was there, it's like, and, the water. like I saw that baby come out, and not like it, it wasn't as bad as everybody puts it out to be. Like it spread, but I thought it was going to be bigger. But it was like they were like, <laughs> like they gave me a paper and it said, don't put anything in this vagina for six weeks. And I was like, that's a, that's a process. If that thing can get back to health in six weeks, that's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that vagina is tough. But yeah. I would just say, but you know, your women are overly emotional when they first have their kids. That includes horniness. It's in there. Maybe not all the time, but if you work hard enough, you might talk yourself into a blowjob. It's... You might. I'm sorry to my in-laws if they're hearing this, but... (laughs) (laughs) This is dads. I'm sorry. This is for all dads, new dads, old dads, man. We're just here trying just just to tell you our life stories. If you want to listen, go ahead. If not, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to say I was sorry about episode two. If you've been listening other than Spotify, you didn't get episode two. I tried to put like a, I put an intro song on there. Copyright reasons, I had to stick to Spotify. So I actually republished it today, Friday, December 15th. I posted it again, so oh, it went... It's January, homie. Oh, January 15th. Sorry. That's when my daughter was born. She's a month today. So, January 15th, I published the second episode again today, so it should be on all platforms. And I'm going to publish this one again tonight, so you guys can listen to it whatever. Uh, like I said, feedback on the Facebook page. Hit us up. Let us know. Next week's interview is with Chuck. Uh, last segment, we're going to talk about... Like we always do is products, 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 products. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to buy a bunch of shit and you're going to keep buying it. We were talking about swings the other day and we just bought another swing. So now Another one? Yeah. So now we have, Damn. We have the Mamaru. So you got the Mamaru, which kind of does like rotation, circles, half moons, figure eights, kind of like that side to side. We have the Rock and Play, the Black Market Rock and Play. People are going to tell you that it kills your kids. They stopped making them because they said they'll kill your kids. It doesn't kill your kids. The reason that it killed, yeah, the reason that it killed the kid was because people were leaving it unattended. This is exactly what happens. Any situation where they stopped making something because it killed a kid was because somebody left the kid unattended for too long and they died. Well, it's not only that they left them unattended; it's the fact that they left them in the rock and play when they could roll over, which. The instructions, I'm pretty sure, clearly said, like, once your baby can roll over, do not put them in here. And the meth head moms didn't do that. Baby died. They sued. They, they ruined it for everybody. They ruined it. I will let you know, I have a rock and play that I don't think my daughter likes, and I am taking bids. And I know what I have, and I know what it's worth. But we just actually, we literally just went and bought another swing. My wife, you know, if she listens to another thing, just follow what they say. I don't care how crazy it sounds. She's like, we need to go to Bye Bye Baby. We need to buy a swing because our, our baby needs to swing a different way. So we swing went and bought, a different way? So we went and bought an actual swing. It is a swing-bouncer combo. Now, the bouncer doesn't run on batteries. You have to do that with your foot, which is stupid as shit. That's a waste of money. But the swing, so you can swing them side to side or rotate it and swing them front to back. But Rachel's biggest thing... Which I don't know if this is true or not. She was like, the Mamaru is too smooth. We need it to be more jerky. And it has worked. It has worked. (laughs) There's been times when we put her in it and just cranked that bitch up. And it's got like a five-point harness. There's G-Force. 
And that kid enjoyed it. She enjoyed that swing. I'm going to tell you right now, I went into baby. Bye-bye, baby. Holy shit, guys. You don't know what you're getting into. Oh, dude, that story is... <laughs> there are so much. They're, like, literally for every swing. It's like they're not even competing with their products. The swings are different. The bouncers are different. The car seats are different. There's seven different kinds of car seats that are all five-star, but they're completely different from each other, and they can all be used for different shit. So I'm going to tell you right now, there's you're, you're going to buy products that, I don't know, you're going to use that you like. You're going to, you might find shit that you like. I ordered a Shusher, which I know yep. Hunter's big on the Shusher. We use the hatch, which the hatch works, but there's the times when shushing works mm-hmm. versus the rain. We use like the hatch, which plays like noise sounds, you know, rain, and which now I sleep with that. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can sleep without a hatch now, which is another thing about parenting. But it's like Chad has to have his box fan yeah. and his hatch. In order yeah, to now I gotta sleep. have my hatch. Like <laughs> my kid's gonna grow up. I'm gonna still be sleeping in the bedroom with a hatch on. I will say the the clouds and the rain are very peaceful, and so is the forest. So it's is not... it like rain on like a metal roof? Because I can get down on that. No, it's just the rain falling. Oh, so it's like you're just hearing the rain falling. Which is nice. But yeah, like the Shusher, we use the Shusher when we first come in. Swings. Ergo Baby Carrier. Talked about it earlier. Love the Ergo Baby Carrier. I got one for Hunter and Kayla. Yours had to have an infant insert. Yeah, I had to have an infant insert, which we didn't have, so we just borrowed it from somebody. You borrowed it from us. You should no, have no, no, no. We Oh, for Levi? Yeah, for Levi. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah we we borrowed that one from you guys, but it's great. Like... When they're babies, you can put them on your front, and it's it's actually comfortable. Like I enjoyed wearing the Ergo Baby Carrier. Oh, super! And nice. then, like you know, we took Levi to the zoo, and I put him on my back. And yeah, you can switch walked, him to back. Yeah, I walked around all day with him. And it was great. So like, you know, obviously with like COVID and everything like that, we're not taking some air very many places. But like, we have that. I actually think it's in our closet, but um, it's it's super comfortable. It's super easy to you know adjust and. Um, fit either me or Kayla, depending on who's wearing. I mean, it's like a a two or three second just snap, snap, tighten the straps, you're good to go. Snaps no, it's, it's snaps no wraps, man. Yeah, it's like it's stupid proof. Like you don't have to know how to wrap and figure eight and tie yeah. a Boy Scout knot to figure this out. We just got <laughs> like we got a newer girl. We bought Hunter and Kayla theirs for their present. We got a new one that doesn't require an infant insert. You really? just end up adjusting it. You adjust the bottoms out. Huh. But so, yeah, Ergo, I would suggest, is a good one to start with, I will say. But to buy by baby, there's 700 different brands of carriers. And they're probably all just like, a, like the stitching's just a little bit yeah, different. Yeah, and I mean, some of them look super cool. There's like Graco, you know. Once you become a dad, you're going to start doing some different name dropping. Yeah, it's you're not. You're going to be like, oh, I know Graco. Yeah. I know Ergo. You know, I know, I, oh, yeah, Hatch, what, I'm outlet, what? You know, <laughs> shit like that. Like, you're just going to start name-dropping new products. You're not going to talk about trucks anymore. Ergo's awesome. Get a carrier. Whatever you do, get a baby carrier. Right. Carry your baby. Get a swing. Oh, a get a lot of swings. I saw a swing, which I wanted to try, but my wife was living off of reviews and didn't like it. It was actually, it listened to the voice. The voice of what? The baby. The baby would cry, it would hear it, and it would change the movement of what it was doing and the sound of the machine to try to relax the child. That's very sweet. So what were the reviews? I don't know. I think they said that like it didn't hear the child. It was 250 bucks. I was sold. As soon as you sell me on something that's just like super scientific that sounds just like ridiculous and put a high price on it, I'm like, that's got to work from it. <laughs> and I was just like, let's do it. I'm ready to put my kid in something and see if it can, can they train have itself. These, I don't know what they're called. I know that we have talked about this before, but it's like a circle. It's See, and I thought it was the Mamaroo at first because it moves very similar to the Mamaroo. Right. But instead of, like, sitting it down, sitting your child down in there, you, like, lay your baby on its belly and, like, strap it in. And it just, like, slowly, like, just goes back and forth or up and down. And it just, like, it soothes the baby so well. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, they looked freaking awesome, but I want to say they're like $300, $400. You just need to get a swing where your kid's in every different position because your kid is going to be soothed in every different position at some different time. 
Like, there's times when my kid, like, now that I have this new swing, there's times where they want to swing, and I'm like, I'm trying to use this swing all the time. But then I'll throw her in the mama room, and she'll be like, okay, I do cuddle my kid. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, hey, dude, if the kid's sleeping, put them down and go do something with your life. Like, clean your house. Come on. Like, you got to do stuff like that. My last most important product, which I'm big on this, Rachel started it, found it from her friend. Shout out, Bree. Um, Oh, we only have five minutes. So, um, the biggest thing that we got was called, what is it? I forget what it is. I got to make sure. It's called Taking Care of Babies. C-A-R-A. Her name's Kara. She does like sleep stuff for kids. Sleeping with children is big. Your kid will sleep until you want them to sleep. (laughs) And then they don't sleep. And then they don't sleep. So, uh, she's a sleep coach. And she does like, she literally does from like newborn all the way up to certain months. And you buy different sections. Like we just bought the first section because we were just trying to figure out a way to make it easier to put our daughter to bed like she was going to bed it was just taking a longer process and we wanted to get to a system where we were on a schedule like we talked about Kara talks you through these things she's got a lot of good steps and they work i will stand by them. they work uh my biggest thing is have your wife watch the video because it'll annoy the shit out of you i watched <laughs> like god bless this woman she did a 17 minute video it could have been done in eight like she told me the same thing twice. I think she she is trying to beat it into your head because she uses a lot of she uses a lot of acronyms, or like it stands for certain things that you're doing. So I get it. She's going over it again and again. But hey, if you have a if you have a problem with your kid sleeping, option taking care of babies. She, she does have an Instagram. That's what it's called. It's called taking care of babies. Art the newborn class. It's all online. It's just recordings. It was a hundred dollars for the newborn. But, I, I mean, I think starting out, that's the hardest time to figure out how to get your kid to sleep. It is, because you don't know what their schedule's going to be. They don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. And you, you don't, don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, you It's your first time being you know, You're just trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to get yeah. some sleep, and let alone, you know, get this baby to go to sleep. So, yeah. I mean, we we never did that just because we just kind of dealt with the sleep, um, not having the lack of sleep. I couldn't figure out what I was trying I just to say. loved coffee. Yeah, we just loved coffee and, you know, bangs and... They were on energy We were just caffeine. jacked on energy for the first year that Levi was born. It was great. <laughs> really great. <laughs> but, no. Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing is, yeah, you getting sleep. That's going to be your biggest struggle. The first, the biggest sacrifice you're going to make when you become a parent is, is sleep. And so, basically, your challenge from day one of having your child... Is figuring out how to get back to sleep. Hunter's yawning as I tell this. Yeah. My eyes are rolling into the back of my head. And it's 840. Like, yeah. we're old people now. It's just like, and I was young, never. But, like, yeah. So, you're going to try to figure out, with taking care of babies, basically the biggest thing is about getting your kid to sleep faster. Getting them to sleep longer. So, like, getting your kid to sleep long is one thing. But getting them to sleep in a fast method is another. Because sometimes you're sitting there forever. You're like rocking your baby. You're doing this. You're doing that. And eventually, you wake up and your kid's smothered in your numb shit. But like you get what I'm saying, though. You're trying to get your kid to sleep fast. It's an option. Like I said, we're just giving you our ideas every week. Yeah. We're gonna tell you what we do. What you do is gonna be completely different. Come on and tell us about it. Send it to us on Facebook. We'll give you a shout out. We'll talk about it. We'll do all these things. We're very grateful that you guys are here. We're getting a lot of good listeners. Uh, we hope to keep going. If you hate the episode, tell us. If you love it, tell us. Just give us feedback. Keep liking. Share it. Post it. Tell your friends. Tell everybody to come laugh at us. We love it. We're having fun. We're trying to do something. I think we have something good here. It's just, you know, we're idiots. We're not like, Hunter works in a factory and I do, I, I hit nails all day. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not tech geniuses, okay? Right. We're not built for this world. I know that there's like a, there's a blogging situation to it. Like, you know, people started out writing columns that turned into blogs that turned into podcasting. So, I mean, luckily we don't have to write when we do podcasts. We just get to talk. So, because we can't write, we can't read very well either. But we want to, we're here to help you. This is our goal. Our goal is to bring dads together, to teach dads new things, and to have fun doing it. If it wasn't fun enough for you, I'm sorry. If you want us to talk more about sports, we will. I've got 30 seconds. We did great. We're going to be in one hour. 
Uh, we're going to come back next Tuesday. We're going to start posting every Tuesday. Like I said, hit us up on Facebook, Most Valuable Dad, MVD. We love you. Good night. Hey, guys. I know we said good night. We got a 60-minute recording on our free recording app, and we totally forgot our sweet-ass dad jokes. Hunter was about to cry. so I was not. I told him that we would do a little segment afterwards, and we'll just add it on after good night, and we'll tell you good night again. We don't give a shit if you like it or not. My dad joke, which I just found and I love it, is why do I not take my kids to the orchestra? Because there's too many sacks and violence. Violence. <laughs> but it sounds like violence. Now Hunter may go on. I'm going to have Hunter give you two because he's got too many and we don't want to be here all night. So Hunter, go. Uh, what rock group has four men and don't sing? Kiss. Mount Rushmore. It's pretty good. Um, the other one that I had today was what concert cost 45 cents? Nickelback. 50 cent feature Nickelback. Damn. You're close. I love You're Nickelback close. Those too. are two good ones though. I love Nickelback. I got dad jokes for days. So. I love Kiss as well. Oh, another thing. For our interviews we were talking about, if you guys were trying to come up with a set list of questions that we can ask all of our dads. So like... When we do interviews, we kind of ask the same questions so we can compare each dad to the next dad. And we can also ask ourselves these questions. So if you have any questions that you think that we should be asking these dads, or asking ourselves, uh, other than the fact that, why are we doing this? We're dumb. Send them in. Like I said, we love you. And this up on Facebook. You know, everybody knows us. You know, we're, we're both sharing it. So um, we'll respond to it. We'll appreciate the feedback. Uh, we'll get the big list of questions and then we'll, we'll, we'll get our interviewees coming in and could be you. Yeah. If you have a kid, if you're a dad expecting to be a dad, all the above, we're going to bring you in. We're going to talk. So, all right. We love you. No, we don't. Just kidding. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Peace, love and hair grease.